Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am so, so pleased and happy that you are here with me today. It's good to be back in the studio after being away for about 10 days um, off in Israel visiting my family Um, seeing my mom, who I've learned is an internet superstar, because whenever I post anything about my mom, since she's 99 years old, I get so many uh, likes and and so many comments about her. Thank you all. I really do appreciate that. And uh, oh, thank you, Louise, already on Facebook Live. If uh, uh, those of you on our Facebook Live today, uh, thank you for the likes. Joe, Louise, Priscilla, Thank you for for tuning in and joining us. Good afternoon. Um, So before I do my quotes of the day, I I just want to talk about a little bit because I was had some time in the airport when I was coming back waiting, waiting to board the flight, just kind of reflecting on uh, the whole time I was out there. And, And I'm so grateful that my sister kind of pushed me a little bit uh, to come out there. I'd planned to come out sometime in the spring. I was thinking about maybe waiting till May, but um, with Passover this week and and it just uh, she wanted help with bringing my mom over to her place. So, you know, I, I went last week and, and just got back last night and I was thinking about, you know, how grateful I was that I had the time to spend with her and talk with her and and really say some things to her um, that needed to be said. And and just when I was alone um, thinking about everything, just how much gratitude uh, I had um, to life just for you know being able to express myself. And and I and and look. My childhood was not perfect. I had a, a lot of issues with my parents as a teenager and a kid, like many, many people do. And, um, you know, there were some very rough times. And I'm just glad. Now, my dad died a long time ago. He died when I was still in high school. And I'm glad that my mom has stuck around long enough for me to do my own personal work, for me to really work on myself and come to the place where I could actually see her without judgment and to really uh, appreciate how much she she did for me and and um you know the the life that she gave me and and um to really really see life in a way that um you know knowing that I'm I'm not a victim I don't blame her for anything anymore there was a time when I used to blame her for everything. Um, 
And and even though she, you know, when I talk to my mom about emotional stuff, she doesn't really respond. I don't know. She really, uh, I think, doesn't know how to respond to things. Um, but that's okay because it wasn't about her response. Uh, it wasn't about, you know, what she was going to say back to me. It was merely about me expressing myself from my heart to, to her um, asking her forgiveness for the, my part in all of it and my giving her a difficult time and letting her know how much I appreciate her and, and um, to really being able to, to, to say these things that the just, it, it felt really good for me to say it to her. Um, and so, you know, I was fortunate in that, but a lot of people don't get that chance. Uh, you know, a lot of people, our, our parents passed before we have that. Like my dad passed a long time ago, and I never had the opportunity to have those conversations with him. So it really helped me to appreciate life and how precious the time is that we have here on this planet. So I really want to encourage all of you, all of my listeners, that if there are people in your life, whether they're family, friends, associates, partners, lovers, spouses, children, relatives, cousins, doesn't matter. But if there's someone in your life that there's something in between the two of you that, that hasn't been fully worked out, don't wait. It's not worth it. You know, if you have a grudge with somebody, whether it's over money or something they said, make peace with it. Because who knows what tomorrow is going to bring? Who knows how long we have on this planet or how long anyone else has on this planet? And it's better to make peace with it now while we're alive. Make peace, you know, it just... it. it amazes me how my father uh when he was alive he had a, a a big sort of breakup with his sister and brother um when his parents passed because after his dad died they were like you know my dad was the one taking care of him before he passed and they all thought that there was all this money in the inheritance and that he stole all this money and my his brother actually even sued him and stuff and then there was nothing. It was like $2,000. I mean, of course, back then in the 50s, $2,000 was not necessarily small change, but it wasn't that big. But it drove a wedge in his family with him and his brother and sister. I never even met my, my dad's brother until his funeral. Um, you know, I didn't even really know much about them as a little kid. And it's just such a shame. And to this day, his family, with the exception of his sister's children, um, you know, his, his dad's children, we have no contact with, I have no idea where they are. I think they're in Boston or DC. I don't know somewhere, but we have no, they're first cousins and we have no contact with them. And I actually have no way of getting in touch with them. I don't even know where they are. And it's just such a shame that we let material things come between us. And so I'm very grateful that I've done the work on myself that now uh, when my brother comes up to New York, we have these deep conversations. I have a very good relationship with my sister. And and I know, at least for myself personally, when my mom passes, you know, I'm still going to have good relationships with him. So um, really, I, I encourage all of you to look into your heart, 
and see where is there where you can give forgiveness to yourself and forgiveness to somebody else and really mend that relationship, whatever it takes, because it's not about them, it's about you. And how much better will you feel when you've buried the ax, when you've come to peace with it so that you don't need to carry around that energy with that relationship anymore. So thank you for listening to my tirade. All right, let's get on with our quotes of the day. I'm sure you're all anxious to see what the universe and Abraham have for us this week. Okay, first, from the universe. It's wild, huh? How many people there are in the world who claim to be otherwise? Admittedly happy, the universe. Ah, We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Especially happy quotes like this one. And I think the universe is just trying to remind us that our natural state is being happy. And that it takes actually an active, an active resistance to not be happy. And that when we claim we're not happy, it's actually not true. We think it's true, but it's not really true. Because underneath everything, if you, and, and I've learned many different practices from Brandon Bay's practice of the journey uh, to the Sedona method to, to many different practices of just inquiry going below whatever is here on top emotionally and you keep going below, below, below and in the end if you keep digging deep enough there is always this river, this stream of happiness that's below everything. And the truth is, we can decide to be happy. And it's very funny because actually my blog today on, in the, um, uh, on talkradio.nyc and in the newsletter, and by the way, for those of you who have not yet signed up for the newsletter, please go to talkradio.nyc and sign up for the newsletter, um, was all about the fact that happiness, it, it's not conditional. You know, we tend to put these conditions, well, when this happens, then I'll be happy. When that happens, I'll be happy. No, (laughs) we are happy. And because we're happy, wonderful things will happen to us. It's just a matter of what do we choose to focus on, right? I mean, if we could just take a minute right now, close our eyes and think about a happy memory, there must be at least one happy memory in your life that you can think back to and just visualize it and be present to it all of a sudden, wow, our state changes. We feel happy. Great. We didn't do anything except change our focus. We are naturally happy. Never kid yourself about that. Okay. Wonderful quote from the university. I got a couple of thumbs up for that. Thank you so much. Welcome, Abraham, Avram, and uh, Leslie. Thank you for joining us. All right. And let's see what uh, the quote is from Abraham today. An activated thought means a thought that when I think it, I feel I have a feeling response. If you're not having a feeling response to something, a feeling that feels good or a feeling that feels bad, the thought is not that powerful and it is probably not a big player in your vibrational mix. Abraham. Mm, This is a good one. I haven't had this one before. So this quote is about our response to our thoughts, which leads in perfectly with what I was just talking about in terms of where our focus is. So if we think a thought, you know, 
I like this person. I don't like this person. Mm, I'd like some cereal today. Hmm. Uh, let's go get some pizza. If there's not a real strong emotional response to that thought, then it ain't that strong. It does that thought doesn't play a strong part in our in our vibration, in our energy, in our state of being. Right. So what that means is, is that if you pay attention to your thoughts, you know, be a little bit more mindful. If we just be a little bit more mindful to what we're focusing on, what we're thinking about when we focus on that thing, and how does that make us feel, then you'll know if that thought is a very powerful thought to you. And powerful... It can be in many ways. I mean, Abraham says in your vibrational mix, meaning it's affecting your vibration, or let's just say affecting your state of being, right? Because we can think about thoughts that don't have a big effect upon, you know, how we're feeling in the moment and what's going on. Okay, that's fine. You know, we have all kinds of thoughts. Some affect us much more than others. Like if I focus upon my trip to Israel and, and, and my mom and spending time with my nieces who were just amazing. I got so much chance to spend with them. It was wonderful. Uh, uh, Tippy drove me to, to Tel Aviv and back and, and we spent the, uh, you know, the evening together and had dinner. It was wonderful. You know, when I think about my, my friend Yaron who I connected with in Tel Aviv, I spent the afternoon. You know, when I think upon these things, I just feel so good. I'm so joyful because that connection like meant so much to me that that you know that obviously it affects how i feel that thought that focus um is powerful because it has that effect on me but if i think about you know oh uh uh, uh you know the weather was kind of cold the the first you know most of the time i was there and a little rainy and it was very unusual weather for that time of year it doesn't make me feel that good but it's not that strong right not as strong as when i was thinking about the good thing so it doesn't affect my vibration as much so uh this is something that um you know is just kind of illustrates um that uh how what we focus on has a different different levels and some things we focus on affect us more and other things we focus on affect us less so this is very important to just kind of notice and again it's about being a little more mindful and a little more aware of what is going on so that you know how much things affect us because when we have that emotional response that is affecting our energy. That is affecting our presence. That is affecting who and what we are and how we are being in the moment. So, two wonderful, amazing quotes. Um, I hope you enjoyed them. I did. I love them. Um, and so, coming up, we'll see if we can, waiting for her to call in. We we have a wonderful guest who's supposed to call in today. Looking forward to it. And uh, uh, hopefully she'll come in. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. And we will be right back after these messages. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, just waiting for my guest to call in today. So I'm going to kind of cont- uh, ramble on a little bit and continue on my theme of, of sort of our focus and, and how important our focus is. Quick shout out, Jonathan. Welcome on the Facebook Live. Um, and again, I just want to remind people that if you're enjoying the show, please uh, share the video, share the podcast, um, whether you're listening to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podom- um uh, Stitcher, Spotify. I mean, uh, just if, if you're on any of these apps, just do a search for the Conscious Consultant Hour. We're all over the place, Google Play. Um, so you, you, you should be able to um, uh, find us uh, wherever uh, you listen to podcasts. Um, so I was talking about uh, our focus um, and how that affects sort of how we're feeling in the moment. And, you know, this is something where it's really about our agency. A lot of people like to use that term agency. It's about our will, our power, and and how much we actually do control our lives and our destinies. Because in any given moment, what we choose to put our focus on what we choose to relive, what we choose to um, choose to really hold in our imaginations really affects us tremendously. And we don't often realize it because we're, in general, you know, we tend to just kind of go through life and, you know, we don't realize how powerful what we focus on really is. And, and in a weekend I did just down in Asheville not that long ago, uh, Jennifer Huff, who's amazing, I'm going to have her on the show in December. I think she's probably going to be my last interview of the year. Um, she talked about, and, and, and I just found out about this, is amazing studies 
um, where they look at cells. And, and the first set of studies were around plants. And so they looked at the cells of a plant and how the cells... Um, you know, we all know about photosynthesis, right? A, a, a plant absorbs light, and through photosynthesis, um, that light changes into uh, energy, and, and the plant, basically the cells of the plant, absorb the light. Well, what they found out not that long ago is the cells of a plant actually also give off light. All right. So they don't only just absorb or receive light, they also give off light. Now, the light they give off may not be in the spectrum that we actually visibly can see it, but they do give off light. So what is light? Think of light as, well, uh, energy, right? So that means that plants, as, as the many studies have shown, are sensitive to what they're receiving. Where and, and, and they've done these studies with like playing different kinds of musics to, to a plant, you know, how much light it gets, do you talk to your plants or not, right? Sound, vibration, even thinking about plants. I mean, Dr. Emoto did this whole thing around water, um, you know, putting intention into water and what it does to the crystalline structure of the water. So the plants actually send and receive different vibrations, different energy, different water, different things. So they were also looking at human cells. And they found that on a microscopic cellular level, human cells also absorb light. And guess what else? They just recently, Jennifer was saying, like in the last two years, found off that human cells also give off light. Huh. Imagine that. Which means that all these, you know, woo-woo people who've been talking about, you know, being receivers and senders of energy or light... They're actually right that there's scientific proof now that this is what's going on. So I found it quite fascinating. It was just wonderful the way Jennifer explained it. And, and, and I, I um, highly recommend you go check out her website. It's thewideawakening.com. But we're actually walking around receiving and sending energy out just through our basic presence. So what affects our energy? Like what affects, what are we sort of sending off? Because it's on a cellular level. It's on a very sort of microscopic, unconscious level. Well, the conscious does affect the unconscious as the unconscious affects the conscious. So the more we take our conscious will and Focus upon things that just make us feel good, that bring us to that state of joy and happiness that I was talking about before, then the more we're sending off or giving off these as packets of photons, you know, these light particles, the more we're giving off that state. And you know what? This makes perfect sense to me because I've had the honor and privilege of being present to some uh, some Buddhist monks, some spiritual teachers uh, who I consider to be in, in a very high state of, of presence to, to their joy and their happiness and connected to all that is. And when you sit and meditate with them or just spend some time in their presence, you just feel better, right? You, you just, the, the, your, your meditations go that much deeper. You, you just feel better. Why is that? 
why when you sit with mm-hmm. some kind of, of person who 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 has who's developed themselves do you just feel better being in their presence because on a cellular level you're you're giving off these these photons these little these little information packets of light and so when we do this and we focus on this consciously it affects the unconscious and the more we see life as happening for us instead of to us the more we see ourselves as being creators as opposed to being victims of circumstance the more we step in our power and and we see the glory of the universe and everything that's been creative and 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 how much there is out there to to really serve us the more we have reasons to feel good, the more we can feel more joy, more bliss, more happiness, more gratitude. And, you know, the, the, I think it was the heart. I'm not sure. I think it might have been the Heart Math Institute that did some studies on like different emotional states and, and how it affected our, our energetic field. And they found out that gratitude has the highest vibrational state. So that when we focus on something that we're grateful for, the the photons that we're giving off on a cellular level are so um, uh, energized that it just lifts up the people around us. <laughs> and it was so funny because, uh, you know, it's amazing how life works together. I was, I, I was at a, a shamanic ceremony uh, the other weekend before I went to Israel. And I was I was talking with somebody else, and they asked me kind of what I did, and 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 the words didn't quite come out the way I meant them to. But then he took it and tweaked it a little bit, and he said, "Ah, so you mean you're a transformational presence?" And I was like, "Ah, that's it. That's going to be my new business card, Sam Leibowitz, transformational presence, because it's about people being in our presence and what happens, what changes when we're in different people's." presence and what happens to others when they're in our presence and those of you who have done work like myself those of you who have really taken the time to to develop and to um and 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 to go deeper and deeper into who and what we are and and working past the traumas and working past those things that that keep us from really being in our full um, beauty, you know that when you're just feeling better and you come in contact with other human beings, they feel better. And when we come in contact with other human beings who have done their work and they are just joyful and happy and energetic, we become joyful and happy and energetic. It happens all the time. And the reverse is just as true. When we come in contact with people who are down, depressed, angry, upset, and, and, and they're focusing on those things that cause them to be that way, then we don't feel so good. Come on, like how many people out there, when you've been around people who complain all the time, who are angry, who, who criticize others, who are judgmental, 
How does that make you feel? You see, it makes you feel that way, not just because, you know, it's not what you want, but they're literally giving off these packets of photons, giving off this light energy that affects us. So think about it, right? When you're around people who uplift you, you feel uplifted, you feel better. And when you're in that state, you uplift others. Usually one of two things happen. When you're in a really good feeling state, either you uplift the people around you or they leave because they can't stand being around you. Right? I'm sure you, you, you know, people who are listening, I'm sure you, you've had situations where you were just feeling good and somebody else wasn't and they just couldn't stand you talking about all that good stuff because they were in a miserable place for whatever reason. And so why am I bringing this up is because I really for myself have learned and, and I hope you talking about this helps you to kind of get just a little bit more of, of an understanding, bring it a little bit more into your consciousness that how we feel, you know, what our presence is like when we come into a room, it really does affect other people. And now there's even scientific proof of this. Like it's not just some woo-woo, raise your vibration and you raise the vibration of people around you. No, like there is a real scientific proof of why this happens. Now, we don't really need to know why, right? If you're willing to accept this, if you're willing, not even accept it. I don't care if you're even like skeptical of it, but just try it. Right? I'm all for being skeptical. I'm all for being like, well, I don't know if that's really true because you know we, we don't necessarily have to accept everything at face value. But if you are just open enough and willing enough to give it a try and pay attention and really pay attention to what happens when you come into the presence of other people when you're in a good feeling place and notice how it affects them, you'll see it, it, it's a real thing and it's measurable and people feel it and this is how we change our lives by paying attention to how we are being present in the moment. So I'm going to continue talking about this a little bit until we can get our guests on the phone. Uh, welcome. Uh, I, I see uh, Filippo on the line. Uh, Lee and Stan, thank you so much for joining us on the Conscious Consultant Hour. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m. we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you all for being with us. I really do appreciate all of my fans, all of the people who listen on Facebook, on on the podcast afterwards. Um, if you haven't yet subscribed um, to our talkradio.nyc newsletter, I, I really ask that you go to www.talkradio.nyc and subscribe because this way you'll get a little preview of who is supposed to be on the show that week and for just not just my show but other shows we've got really a lot of very good shows on the network right now I'm, I'm very happy with uh, the programming that we do um so i i, I do like want to give a shout out tuesday nights we have three great shows um uh jeff goodwin in his show rediscovering new york uh, David Theogartner, amazing show at home, and Noreen Sumter, uh, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on them Fridays, uh, uh, 12 noon, uh, we have Joan and Priya, Follow Me Fridays, and followed at 1 p.m. by Tony Martinetti, Nonprofit Radio. Um, so if you, did, if you work with nonprofits, if you know anybody who works with nonprofits, you really got to get them to tune into Tony's show, because he does an amazing, wonderful show. Okay, so... Back to our topic. What is our topic today? Uh, our presence, our energy. Uh, what do we bring in with people? And, and you know, I mentioned before about how sort of our state, our internal state, uh, where what we choose to focus on, how we're feeling in the moment, how much it affects other people and how other people affect us. Though the interesting thing is, uh, it's really sort of a a a a, a situation where, if wh- whoever has the stronger, I'm going to put that in quotes, stronger sort of presence, stronger field because of maybe their practice, because of the work they've done, that they tend to affect or entrain the other people in a, in a greater way, or as I said, other people kind of move out of your orbit. Um, because what happens is, and, and what I've noticed is, is that when you have a group, and a group is two or more people, where you kind of come together, for whatever reason, social, business, uh, personal, whatever, when you come together, there's actually this give and take that flows back and forth between the two of you. All right, That's these little photons that your cells are giving off and receiving, giving off and receiving, giving off and receiving. But what happens in this process of giving off and receiving, giving off and receiving is there's this field that's created between the two of us. And that field itself can almost be treated as a third entity. Like there's you, there's the other person or people, 
And then there's sort of the combination of the two or more of you. And um, there's a term for sort of what happens when a group of people come together. Um, I think it's an anthropomorphic field that gets generated. And and actually the, there was this uh, scientist like a long time ago, uh, like in the early 1900s, I think, who looked at when a group of cells come together, how they they have sort of like an individual energetic field. But when a group of cells come together, there is an energetic field around the entire group of cells. So like you have, let's say, cells, individual cells within a tooth, right? But they're all teeth cells and then they come together and then there's an energetic field for that individual tooth. But then all the teeth come together and then there's an individual energetic field for your, your whole you know, all of your teeth and your mouth. Um, and like the same is true for stomach cells and heart cells and, and, and liver cells and kidney cells, that they each have their own sort of individual field, but then they kind of come together and they were looking at like, why do heart cells all stay together with the heart? And why do liver cells all stay together with the, with the liver? Because there's this anthropomorphic field um, that comes together around those individual things. And so this concept was then sort of looked at, well, if this happens for heart cells and liver cells and kidney cells and brain cells, does it happen with the field when you bring a group of people together? And this is why, and, and, and this is not a new concept. Many, many people have talked about this, that when a group of people come together, there's like something greater created from it. And you could see this, like, a group of people come together and form a family. And so there's a family dynamic or there's a, a, a family sort of, a, um, what would you call it? Sort of a family energy, right? And, and this is many cultures pay homage to their ancestors until their descendants because it's all one line of, of people, even if they're not all alive at the same time. And, and, and I used to never believe in like ancestral stuff and that it affects us today. You know, hey, they're not alive. How come they affect us? Well, they affect us because we have their DNA inside of us. And how many generations is our DNA handed down? Do you know how old your DNA is? No, we, we have no clue. I mean, there are different traditions that suggest uh, uh, our, our, our lineage affects us seven generations back, nine generations back, 999 generations back. I don't know. I, I have no clue. All I know is that it, it does, if we inherit not just our DNA, not just our physical characteristics, not even just some of our, our basic emotional characteristics, we inherit their energy in a way, their cells, because it's all passed down. If our ancestors hadn't lived, we would not be alive today. And so we come together as a family unit and there is a greater energy that encompasses the whole family. If we go to work for a company, and I don't care if that company is five people, 50 people, 500 people, 5,000 people, 50,000 people, there is an energy around that entire company. There is an anthropomorphic field that encompasses all of those people because you're all connected and working together in some way. You know what's also very interesting? When you do this, this, this personal, transformational, or spiritual work, 
And if you're in a class together, and I don't care if the class is one evening, one weekend, one week, one once a week for many weeks, uh, you come together for a year or many years. When you come together as a group, especially to do transformational work, that's when you really feel the field. And, and especially if you come together on a regular basis, like I used to take a class with a teacher and every Monday night I was there in class, 7 to 9 p.m. And of course, like people would come and go, wasn't always exactly the same people, but there was, you know, for men, most of the time there was a core group of people showed up all the time. That even if you got together outside the class, you had that feeling. There was that energetic body that encompassed everybody. So especially when you come together to do transformational and personal development and spiritual work, the, the energetic body that's created from you coming together on a consistent basis, like that has an even stronger feel to it. And you can really feel it when you come together for a different purpose and you still have that feeling. It's amazing. It is truly amazing. And, and I had a personal experience of this early uh, when I started doing the shamanic work that I do uh, almost five years ago next weekend. Um, I, uh, we used to have, um, and again, I don't know why Monday nights, it always seems to be Monday nights. Uh, Monday nights, uh, the, the gentleman who was facilitating the group used to rent a room and every Monday night, he, he just called it an integration meeting. You could drop in, you don't have to RSVP or anything, just show up. And you could talk about where, you, where are you in the process? Do you need support? Do you want to give support? And so it was early on, like two or three months into my doing the work. And I'd gone to the meeting a few times, been in ceremony with him a few times. And, and then I, I got really busy and I couldn't make the Monday nights. Hadn't done a ceremony for about a month. And, and I just had one of those days and I was just like, oh, I was stressed out. I was like not feeling good. I was like, I got to get to the meeting tonight. I, I just got to go there and, and sort of be in that presence in the, in the field. And so I got there. It was a few minutes late. So they'd already started. I opened up the door to the room and there were about, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 people sitting around in a circle. And as soon as I entered the room, as soon as I saw the faces of the people and I saw everybody and, I, and I, I could feel the energy in my heart just opened up and it was like, yes, oh, thank God I'm here. Oh, I, I just, I so wanted to be in their presence. It just felt so good. Like I, it was such an experience of entering that anthropomorphic field and feeling that field that's generated because we had done work together. And, and especially like for me, it was such a visceral experience that I could feel in my body that I was like, oh, I like I knew it. I was like this work, these people who do this work, like I am so home. Uh, this is so where I belong. And and that's why, you know, I, I'm, I'm studying to become a facilitator of this work myself because it affected me so much because I had such a such a body experience of that so so this principle this idea to me it's not just an idea because i've experienced it and and i say to you you know don't believe me it, it's okay you don't have to believe me 
even though I am the conscious consultant, like you should believe me. No, you don't have to. Don't believe me. Do it yourself. Get together with a small group of people. Try this. Why don't you try this out? All right. Get together with a small group of people once a week at a specific time and just meditate together for a half hour. Right? Just be in each other's presence. Just meditate. Find some meditation online, maybe around gratitude or something, since that is the, one of the strongest fields. And just meditate together and be grateful. And do that consistently for even, let's just say, four or five weeks. And then notice on the sixth week, when you come together, before you even start to do the meditation, what is the feeling you have in the room with these people? How does it feel to you in your body? Does something shift when you enter the room or everybody comes together? Or maybe you get together sort of outside of that time that you've arranged to get together and meditate. How does that feel to you when you just get together with those same people? It doesn't have to be a lot, three, four people, you know, five of you, six of you all together. Just get together with those same people and notice how do you feel? What happens? And let me know. Tune into one of my other shows and, and write in the comments of the video what happened when you consistently got together with a group of people and either meditated, did some kind of transformational work, took a class together, whatever it is. Come together and let me know how you feel. And notice what happens in that field that gets generated with you and the other people. And let me know. Don't believe me. It's okay. You don't have to believe me. Just try it. That's all I ask, that you be open-minded enough to try it and let me know what happens. All right, time for us to take a last break of the show. Welcome to our listeners, Franklin, Paula, oh, Paula Caracapa. Wonderful to have you join us. Uh, the Awaken Fair, I actually think the Awaken Fair up in um, Tarrytown happens uh, this coming weekend on, on Sunday, April 20-somethingth. Uh, 26th, 27th, 28th. Uh, great fair. You should definitely check it out. The awake, uh, awaken Thank you for tuning in, Paula. Appreciate it. Um, we'll come back in just a moment and, and tie a big bow around all this and wrap it up um, for you to get the best out of this. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. 
talkingalternative.com. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. live right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook, facebook.com slash S-A-M-W-Y-Z, Samwise. It's actually an old nickname that I got from Samwise Ganji from Lord of the Rings back uh, when I was in college. Anyway, so we've been talking this, this hour about the anthropomorphic field, that field that gets generated when a group of people come together and how our energy affects people around us. And we talked about it not just from a a woo-woo perspective, but from an actual scientific cellular perspective of how how we show up really affecting other people, uh, animals, plants. Like you ever notice like dogs and cats, like they really are so tuned into this. They, they really know, you know, where people are at. And, and I just uh, hats off to my engineer, Chris. Um, today, unfortunately, is his last day with us here at Talk Radio. That NYC is going on to uh, pursue a, a wonderful career in podcasting. And we're very happy to have been his uh, home uh, for the last few months. And, and Chris, really appreciate you. And, and he was saying, and, and this like perfectly ties together sort of everything I've been talking about this hour, how he, he once uh, uh, took a class and they did this exercise where they pair people up and one person would smile and the other person would have to resist smiling and how hard it was not to smile when the person you're paired up with is smiling. And it takes time. And, and so I've, I've done that exercise and I've also done the exercise, and this is even stronger if you're with a group of people and people start laughing and you try and resist not to laugh, the longer they keep laughing, you cannot help but to start to laugh. And, and yes, it shows how much the, the, the sympathetic nervous system, how we get in tune with other people, but it's really about our presence and how we show up. Now think about it. You're with a group of people, let's say five people, so the six of you all together, and Four or five out of the six people start laughing at a joke. If they keep laughing, there's no way. You cannot help. You're going to, even as much as you resist, you're going to at least chuckle a little bit. You're going to smile. You're going to get into the field. This is a very sort of practical demonstration of how how we show up affects what's going on around us. So this is one of the things that I often say to people you know, if they're having difficulty in their jobs, in their life, in their relationship or something, that to shift what's going on, it's all about us shifting our energy when we show up into the situation. So you have an annoying coworker, or you have a difficult boss, you have a, a tough work situation that's stressing you out. Try showing up with gratitude. Try showing up with joy. 
find something about the situation that you're happy about and focus on that particular aspect before you go into the office so that when you show up, you are in a different energetic state. You are in a different presence so that when you show up, you actually affect the people around you. And the more energy you put into it, the more you meditate, the more you line yourself up with like, this is what I want to feel. This is how I want to be when I show up in the office, even though, because how we show up has actually nothing to do with the other person. It's all about us. It's all about us. We have complete control over how we show up in a situation if we choose to. We can choose to live unconsciously. We can choose to live by default react instead of respond and and not be mindful about how we're showing up. Absolutely, it is our choice. And when we choose to be more mindful, more aware when we show up, notice what happens. Notice how other people shift and change around us. Just smile more. Just be more present. Just be happier with whatever group, whatever you're doing. It's amazing. It's amazing how much we can affect a situation merely by our presence, merely by how we're showing up. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is a cellular phenomena. This is not some woo-woo thing. This is a biological cellular phenomena because our cells are constantly giving off photons. Our cells are constantly giving off light that contains information. I mean, if I want to be woo-woo, I'll say, well, they also that, that information and that light also contains a consciousness. And so that consciousness is also affecting the situation. But we don't even have to go there. We don't even have to get that woo-woo. Again, I, I like to be practical. I'd like to, to, to take this stuff. I mean, this is why I'm the conscious consultant. It's because I want to take these esoteric concepts, these real far-out woo-woo concepts, and let's make it practical. How does it affect our day-to-day -day life? Because that's what life is all about. It's about how we show up, what our life is like, how we're affecting ourselves and other people. So don't believe me. Just try it. Whatever situation you're dealing with, maybe it's about, maybe, maybe there's someone in your family who's ill. Maybe there's a loss going on. Maybe there's some, some difficult financial crisis that's going on that's stressing you out. Whatever in your life is causing some kind of challenge for you, I truly believe it's all here to serve us in some way. Life is happening for us, not to us. So if we can allow ourselves to show up in that situation, regardless you know, of how dire it is, it will help to support a more positive presence, a more positive outcome to whatever that situation is. Especially if it's some kind of like a, a financial challenge. And they've even proven this by, by studying the brain that when we show up in a happier, more joyful, more grateful state, we're able to be more creative. I mean, just think about it. I'm sure 
you can think of times in your life when you were so stressed out, you, you were angry, upset, you were unable to be creative, you were unable to see different options and different solutions in the situation. But if we show up in gratitude, if we show up in a, an, I don't even want to say a positive state, but in an empowered state into the situation, we can think more creatively, we can be inspired, and we can come up with, with different options and different choices that we never even thought of uh, because we were too busy focusing on these, these, these things, that, that, these challenges that we weren't meeting from an empowered place. I, I know this sounds very woo-woo, very spiritual. I mean, it is. It, it absolutely is. And thank you for the hearts. I, I love you too. It, it, it absolutely is, but it's also very practical. Spirituality, transformational work, personal development, it is very, very practical because it's all about how we show up in our life to affect life around us. We change the world by changing ourselves. Because when we change ourselves, when we change how we show up in the world, when we change our presence, our mere presence, how other people see us affects them. And that ripples out. And again, be skeptical. Don't believe a word I say. Just be open enough to give it a try. To step into it just a little bit. And see what happens. Right? You know, some people say, oh, I'm skeptical about everything. When the truth is they're not skeptical, they're closed. Don't be closed. We have to be a little bit open to see the magic. Don't have to believe in it. Just be open to giving it a try. Just be open to the possibility. That's all I'm asking. Just be open to the possibility. And by being open to the possibility, you'd be amazed, amazed at what you can experience because it's about the experience. So, Thank you. Oh, welcome Charlene and Stephen for joining us in the Facebook Live just in time for me to finish up. So uh, it's been a wonderful show. I'm very sorry that my guest Naomi couldn't join us today. I'll, I'll find out what happened to her. We'll try and, and reschedule her, though. <laughs> my, my schedule is filled up. Believe it or not, I'm booked up with guests until the end of the year. So um, I'm already booking people into January. So it's going to be an amazing year. I have truly Wonderful, wonderful people joining us next week. I'm really excited uh, about my guest, Maureen St. Germain, talking about Akashic Records. She has a wonderful book about the Akashic Records. Please tune in 12 noon Eastern time, Thursdays, every week. We're going to have some amazing shows. Maureen is, is an amazing person, fellow EBC member. Um, I got many more amazing transformational people lined up for, between now and the end of the year. Um, so please stay with us. Thank you for join, tuning in and joining us. And don't forget, next week, 12 noon Thursday, right here on talkradio.nyc. We'll talk to you then. Take care.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.